Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the CDC urges pregnant women to get vaccinated as Delta variant infections continue to spread. The new safety data and concern tonight that more than 75% of mothers-to-be are currently unvaccinated. We'll have the details. School mask anger. California orders all teachers to be vaccinated or tested regularly. Making history, New York's first female governor in waiting wastes no time distancing herself from Andrew Cuomo. I think it's very clear that the governor and I have not been close. Summer danger, nearly 200 million Americans under heat alerts. Triple-digit temperatures across the country. Plus, tracking tropical storm Fred. Will Florida get a direct hit? Taliban takes more territory. Afghan soldiers surrendering. What the U.S. is saying about Afghanistan's future. Unprecedented murder case. Two coaches are charged in a teenage athlete's death after she collapsed on a hot summer day. Our interview tonight with her father. Prices on the rise from groceries to hotels. Why seemingly everything costs more? When could prices come down? Out of focus, how the pandemic is impacting children's eyesight and what parents can do about it. And the perfect match. Senior citizens meet your new senior companion. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Nora is off. I'm Major Garrett. We begin with scenes and statistics we thought were well behind us. Hospital admissions in Texas are higher than they've been since February. Ventilators are being sent in bulk to Florida, and a field hospital is going up in Mississippi. 
all because of COVID summer surge fueled by the Delta variant that is tearing through every part of our country. Today, the CDC urged all pregnant women to get vaccinated. California became the first state to order its public school teachers and staff to do the same or submit to weekly testing. And there's other breaking news on the vaccine front. Sources tell CBS News that the FDA plans to allow people with certain underlying health conditions to get a booster dose of either the Pfizer or Moderna shot. CBS's Janet Shamlian leads us off in Houston. Janet, please tell us, how critical is this moment in Texas? Major, good evening. Take a look. We are inside of a tent. It's equipped with supplies and hospital beds, just like an emergency room, even though there is a hospital emergency room just outside of this tent. But tonight it is so full, they needed a backup plan. Tonight, the Delta variant is devastating the South. They've put up an overflow tent outside Houston's LBJ Hospital. Inside, a dozen emergency room patients are waiting for beds in the ICU. We are challenged, we are stressed uh, in our hospital capacity. More than 20,000 new cases reported across Texas on Tuesday, the highest in six months, and spiking just as kids are going back to school. The San Antonio and Austin districts defying the governor's no-mask mandate, telling teachers, students, and staff masks will be required. And two Texas judges ruling local officials can require masks. No more masks! No more masks! Anger spilling over in Franklin, Tennessee, Tuesday outside a school board meeting. Parents yelling at medical professionals who advocated for masks. We, we know who, we you, know are. who you are! In Florida, the number of new cases is now averaging more than 20,000 a day for the first time since the pandemic started. 200 ventilators and other supplies were sent to the state from the national stockpile. Though on Tuesday, Governor Ron DeSantis said he was unaware of the shipment. We have. I mean, I, I would honestly doubt that that's true, but I'll look. And tonight there's new guidance, the strongest yet, from the CDC urging women who are pregnant or plan to become pregnant to get the vaccine, saying there is no increased risk of miscarriage. It's guidance Jamal Chubb wishes he and wife Sierra had sooner. Sierra gave birth to a healthy baby boy two weeks ago while COVID positive. Her condition deteriorated, and she's now on a ventilator in the ICU. The South Carolina mom of three had not been vaccinated. For us, it was because she didn't know enough, um, and she didn't feel confident when it came to giving the vaccine that it wouldn't hurt our child. Chubb told me doctors are not optimistic about his wife's condition. He is. I believe in miracles, uh, and I believe that when I look into my oldest daughter's eyes, as she reminds me so much of her mother, um, that I want to be able to tell her that I did everything I could to get her mom back to her. Mm. The administrator here told me that prior to COVID, the last time she had to get a mobile unit up and running like this was when she was commander of a combat support unit 10 years ago in Afghanistan. Major? Janet Shamlian, thank you. Today, the incoming governor of New York introduced herself, a day after Andrew Cuomo announced his resignation. Kathy Hochul has not played a major role in running the state as lieutenant governor, but said today she's ready to do just that and will act far differently than her predecessor. CBS's Jerika Duncan reports from Albany, New York. In 13 days, I will officially become the 57th governor of the state of New York. Today, New York's Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul announced she's ready to lead. I will fight like hell for you every single day. She's stepping up as the state's first female governor, 
once the current governor, Andrew Cuomo, steps down at the end of this month. No one will ever describe my administration as a toxic work environment. It's been one day since Governor Cuomo made his bombshell announcement to resign following a state attorney general's report detailing what it called sexual harassment allegations from several women. The best way I can help now is if I step aside. Do you think there's a culture of sexual harassment that is rampant within the workplace? And I want them to know that with me in charge, they better watch it. You know, don't you dare think that you can make any woman or any individual uh, feel uncomfortable in the workplace. As a former county clerk and congresswoman, Hochul is not used to being in the spotlight like Cuomo, who kept her out of his inner circle in her nearly seven years as his number two. I think it's very clear that the governor and I have not been close, um, physically or otherwise, in terms of uh, much time. Hochul was not mentioned in the AG report that accuses close staffers like top aide Melissa DeRosa of working to discredit at least one of Cuomo's accusers. No one has named who is named as anything doing anything unethical in the report will remain in my administration. But for the soon to be new governor, her title isn't the only thing changing. I've just always viewed myself as someone behind the scenes to make someone else look good. But then I decided at one point I, I need to get in the arena. I got to get out. To, I have to get in there and fight. Cuomo maintains that he did not sexually harass or grope anyone. He still faces multiple criminal investigations and possible civil lawsuits. And on Monday, the Judiciary Committee meets here in Albany to discuss impeachment. Major? Jerika Duncan, thank you. Tonight we are following severe storms that have battered the upper Midwest, including a tornado spotted in northeast Wisconsin. No reports of damage or injuries, but hundreds of thousands lost power in Wisconsin and Michigan. Some could be in the dark for days. Tonight, more than half of all Americans are under heat alerts, and we are tracking Tropical Storm Fred in the Caribbean. CBS's Lonnie Quinn has the latest on all this. Lonnie? All right, Major, you know, the heat that you're referring to is on both sides of the country, at least certainly by the time you get to tomorrow. As far as the eastern half of the country is concerned, it's the heat and humidity combination that gives you these oppressive feels-like temperatures. Today, it felt like 108 in Norfolk, Virginia. It felt like 111 in Kansas City. Tomorrow, more of the same. D.C. feels like 112. St. Louis feels like 110. Friday, another day of that type of heat. Now, out west, the heat really kicks in tomorrow. Portland and Yakima will both set records at 104 degrees, so this record-setting summer for the Pacific Northwest just rolls on more heat to come but you look to the tropics now and we're looking at our tropical storm there you see tropical storm fred i gotta tell you it's very disorganized right now it's it's just to the west of santo domingo it's going to be pushing over the island so it never really gets its act together and becomes a major hurricane it's a tropical storm maybe saturday pushing through the florida keys possibly late sunday to monday maybe a landfall around the panhandle uh, the chances of this becoming a hurricane are low it's a slight chance more likely a tropical storm but we're going to keep an eye on everything it's a rainmaker nonetheless regardless of what the winds are doing. Major, it's all yours. Keeping an eye on everything for us, Lonnie Quinn. Thanks so much. As the U.S. and NATO press ahead with plans to leave Afghanistan by the end of this month, the Taliban's territorial blitz continues. The extremist group now controls about two-thirds of the country. U.S. intelligence now fears that, in a worst-case scenario, the government could fall in a matter of months. CBS's David Martin reports from the Pentagon. Ranks of surrendering Afghan soldiers and rows of U.S. military equipment captured by the Taliban tell the story of what is fast becoming a humanitarian disaster for the Afghan people and a humiliating end to America's longest war. 
Since last Friday, the capitals of nine provinces have fallen. You can't look at that map and assume the Taliban is going for anything less than total victory, one U.S. military officer said. But Pentagon spokesman John Kirby insisted all is not lost yet. No potential outcome has to be inevitable, including the, the, the fall of Kabul. With the Taliban capturing more and more equipment, the latest military assessment is that Kabul could come under attack in as little as 30 days. The Afghan government could fall within 90. Refugees are flooding into Kabul, and Taliban agents are almost certainly among them. The U.S. increased the number of airstrikes to eight in the last 24 hours, but Afghan units are collapsing so rapidly there's not time to call in strikes that stop the Taliban advance. That only happens when the Afghan army stands its ground. There are places and there are times, uh, including today, uh, where Afghan forces in the field are putting up a fight. The Biden administration is now considering whether to begin evacuating the U.S. Embassy. The Pentagon has been urging the State Department to start bringing out its diplomats before it becomes necessary to rescue them. Major? Before it's too late, David Martin at the Pentagon. Thanks so much. Two Atlanta-area high school coaches face murder charges tonight. Back in 2019, one of their players died after conditioning drills on a scorching hot day. And coaches everywhere who sometimes push their kids hard in the heat are on notice. CBS's Mark Strassman reports. Imani Bell, a standout student athlete, number 23, loved basketball. Two years ago this week, the 16-year-old junior died during conditioning drills. Coaches at Elite Scholar Academy ran an outdoor team practice, despite a heat index as high as 103. Gut-wrenching, heartbreaking. Um, How could this happen? Eric Bell. Imani's father says ER doctors revived his daughter twice. The body was so hot that it went right back into cardiac arrest. You actually watched your daughter die? Yes. I was actually in the room. And, uh, you know, that's just a memory that I'll never forget. Charges against the teen's two high school coaches include second-degree murder, cruelty to children, and involuntary manslaughter. The autopsy says she died of hyperthermia, heat stroke. There were rules broken from the top to the bottom. Lawyer Justin Miller represents Bell's family, now suing the school system in Clayton County, Georgia, which had no comment about the case. There's no trainer there to help her. There's no ice bath to put her in. There is no way to help her at that time. Bell's father also coaches high school basketball. He sees a message in these murder charges to coaches everywhere. Every child that you coach, treat them like your own. Pushing athletes like Bell beyond reason could put coaches behind bars. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Atlanta. Here's something you may have noticed. It's getting more expensive to live in America as the cost of food, clothing, and other consumer items keeps going up. The Labor Department reported today consumer prices rose 5.4% compared to last July. Here is CBS's Carter Evans. It's been fun planning. Even though Karen Eccleson is finally getting married this Saturday after waiting a year due to COVID delays. But now high demand for weddings is causing prices to skyrocket. How much more is it costing you? At least $10,000 more. I mean, a wedding that costs twenty is now $30,000. She's paying top dollar for everything from catering to flowers, even her wedding dress. It was like double the price, at least. Her experience mirrors today's consumer price index, which shows the cost for women's dresses was up almost 20% in July. 
This inflation is uh, impacting across the board. USC professor Nick Vias says manufacturers are still recovering from COVID shutdowns that interrupted supply chains. Now, reopenings and government stimulus checks are driving consumer demand for just about everything. We are keep buying more and more and more. And you have people with money in their pockets, so they're willing to spend more. Absolutely. And then that creates this perfect storm for inflation. With people getting back out of the house, travel costs are soaring. Hotels up 24 percent, airfare up 19 percent, and gas prices up almost 42 percent. At the supermarket, there's also still plenty of sticker shock. And now the Delta variant could slow the recovery, keeping some prices high. That's probably the, one of the biggest lurking variables that I would be concerned with. If we don't have control over that, it could be over a year, year and a half. Another reason Karen Eccleston is ready to get her I do's over with for richer get, or so, poorer. Yeah. I have to bite the bullet because it's a once in a lifetime thing. Now, you may have noticed rising prices at restaurants as well. Higher food costs are part of the problem, but another issue is the labor shortage. Restaurants are having to pay more to hire servers and kitchen staff, and they're passing that expense on to the rest of us. Major? With our inflation tutorial, Carter Evans. Thanks. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The pandemic is having unforeseen health consequences for children spending less time at school and more time in front of computers and tablets. CBS's Nikki Batiste looks into the problem. Aw, they're getting tired already. Dealing with declining vision is not how 15-year-old Chase Schatzman imagined spending his summer. They're spending too much time on screens. They're starting to get nearsighted. <laughs> but while learning online during the pandemic, he stared at a screen about 12 hours a day. I get headaches as a result. I think of the computer. Um, as well, sometimes my vision gets a little blurry. Dr. Cami Gunton, Chase's ophthalmologist at Wills Eye Hospital in Philadelphia, says eye issues in kids have spiked during the pandemic. There's a sense of their eyes are burning, they're having to rub their eyes. Some children have said that it's harder to stay on the line while they're reading. Dr. Gunton led a new study of 10 to 17-year-olds doing virtual learning. More than half reported eye strain. Another international study of young children found cases of nearsightedness, or myopia, increased up to three times during the COVID crisis. Younger children who can articulate how their eyes feel, what can a parent look for? So you'll see after they've been on a screen, they'll start rubbing their eyes more frequently. Um, you can also see children do some rapid blinking. She suggests parents Ask their children how their eyes feel. Take them outside and try the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, you should take a 20-second break looking at least 20 feet away. Or do what Chase is doing. Taking time away from the computer, always good to, you know, give your eyes a break. A clearer vision on how to protect his sight. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, Philadelphia. 
Too often, the golden years are lonely years, and not just for people. But CBS's Chip Reed may have found a way to change all that. At a recent cat adoption fair in northern Virginia, the kittens got all the love, while the senior cats were largely ignored. Sadly, cats who lose their human companions are often euthanized or spend the rest of their lives alone. Riley is 12. We haven't had any applications on him at all. None. And he's the best cat. He loves to give kisses. Oh, Riley, you need a forever home. Kathy Awad is the founder of Fancy Cats, which has placed more than 25,000 cats, many through its program Senior Cats for Senior Laps. Most seniors just want companionship, but Kitten is not going to do that. It's a growing trend. There are now at least 56 shelters in 35 states that have a Pets for Seniors program for cats and senior dogs who also face difficulty getting adopted. Bonnie Paul has five senior cats, including 12-year-old Gracie. The day we were there, she decided she was simply not going to perform for that camera. But normally, Paul says, they're all very affectionate. What is the best thing about senior cats? I think the love they give you. And there are plenty of senior cats, like Riley, just waiting for their chance to fall in love. Chip Reed, CBS News, Centerville, Virginia. Chip Reed, thank you. If you build it, they will come. They sure built something special in Iowa, and we will be there for Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game tomorrow on the CBS Evening News. And if you can't watch us live, please don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in Washington. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. And good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.